Today on Security Science, DEF CON is definitely canceled. Hello and thank you for joining us. Today we're discussing the infamous cybersecurity gathering that gets canceled year after year, DEF CON. Guiding us along the journey to nowhere is everyone's favorite security guru and multiple DEF CON non-presenter, Jerry Gamblin, who is also definitely not going to Las Vegas. How's it going, Jerry? It is going well. I'm 100% not going to Las Vegas. It's canceled. I don't know if you've heard. I, I did. You know, I, I seems like DEF CON has never actually happened for like the last 10 years or so. So it's too popular. As Yogi Berra says, no one goes there anymore. Very true. Yeah. And all the all the hipsters can't uh, can't abide. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, here, I'll do a quick history um, just so people have a little bit of context on what we're talking about. If this is the first time you've heard about DEF CON, you're probably not into hacking anything or breaking things apart, especially on the electronic spectrum. But DEF CON is, uh, in my mind at least, the world's largest and most notable hacker conventions held annually in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, it typically is paired up on the backside of Black Hat. And when I say hacker convention, I mean actual hacker convention. So not cybersecurity, like people figuring out novel ways to break things, figure out how to make things happen differently from the badges to aerospace. Super interesting. So started in 1993 by a gentleman who's handled Dark Tangent, aka Jeff Moss, and was essentially a party, a going away party for one of his buddies. Um, that he ended up inviting the entire hacker community back in the dial-up days. So since, uh, since 1993, uh, DEF CON has expanded dramatically and has you know now 31 different specific villages and covers a broad range of topics. So with that, I just wanted to have Jerry, could you give us a little walkthrough? Could you give us uh, like your background? What's your history with DEF CON? I've been to DEF CON for 15 years now. So wow. it's... It's it's part of growing up. It's, it's part of the week I used to spend in Vegas every year. That's that's not happening, right? So it's it's weird too because when I started going to DEF CON, it was more what Black Hat is today. Uh, and Black Hat was more what RSA was. Everything has seemed to take a step. I, I don't know what you call it, a step up. You know, you would never see an offensive security talk at Black Hat. And this year they have offensive security talks. Last year they had the year before. So DEF CON has recently, probably in the last three to five years from what I've seen, become a real hobbyist community. You won't see a ton of hacking like, like Jack did back in the day. Nobody's going to you know jackpot an ATM on stage anymore. They're going to do that down the street during the week at, at Black Hat. And you, like you said, there's 31 villages now. So there's people who are interested in aerospace. There's all the cryptography nerds like me who always get together and just work on puzzles. There's an application security village. There's a blue team village. So career hacking, career hacking. So yeah. DEF CON has become more focused in a way than it, than it was five years ago. Five years ago, it was quote unquote black hats and and since the industry is kind of smudged together, corporate stuff's moved to RSA, kind of really technical hacking stuff has moved to Black Hat, and the hobbyists have kind of taken over DEF CON. 
Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. I've noticed a similar trend. Um, what I the very first conference I actually ever went to was an RSA. So I've seen that transition over the course of the last 10 years or so to, you know, very much like you said, industry event, whereas Black Hat's more of the the training slash sessions and uh, DEF CON has a lot of the actual, you know, hobbyist hacking, right? Like, so the big theme is people hacking the badges, right? Badges or IoT hacking or uh, Car Hacking Village. I, I love that. I spend a bunch of time there every year. Didn't it's, you speak at Car Hacking Village last for year? For a right? couple years in a row. Yeah, I, I love to speak at the at those villages because it's it's how you give back. It's how you spend. It's how I spend my free time during the week or, or during the month that I get. You know, I'll I'll do something like I built an automatic license plate recognition system on a Raspberry Pi, and I was going to do a hands-on class at, at DefCon this year, so people can can build their own for their driveways or whatever. It didn't happen this year, but hopefully it'll happen next year. Uh, but it's it's stuff like that that allows people who are hobbyists in these areas to get together and. And talk to, to people who are also interested. While DEFCON will have, I don't know what the number, they say the numbers are, 15,000, 20,000 people. If you get into one of these villages, it's going to be, it's going to feel like a village. It's going to be the same two or 300 people who are really involved sitting around talking about this stuff. And then you will see, you know, a thousand people walk through to try to grab stickers or whatever. But but you can really get the village feel and start building a community around these DEF CON groups, which is, which is amazing to see. That's awesome. It sounds like stickers are almost like a form of currency. I, I think people like stickers more than T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> That's interesting. Do you have any uh, – over the course of time, right? You've been there for 15 years. So how would you say that it's changed over that period of time? Um, we saw this evolution, but it sounds almost like uh, – DEFCON has still managed to kind of keep things very community focused, community centric instead of necessarily, you know, like Black Hat, people would say has become a little more corporate maybe than other places. Yeah, Black Hat is, has actually become less welcoming in a way because of the price. And, you know, it's really like, oh, you don't have CISO in your title. You don't belong at Black Hat. So, you know, people go to... Uh, to B-Sides Las Vegas and to DEF CON. DEF CON has become really more welcoming in kind of a way. Like it always gave off the vibe like, oh, don't come to DEF CON. All black hat hacker, ooh, they'll get you. Bring your burner phone to DEF CON. I've not ever had a bad experience at DEF CON. I know people will say they have or whatever, but like most people at DEF CON are good people and they're there on their own money and they just want to have a have an entertaining time and and learn about their hobbies but of course it's vegas so you always get the hey i saw a guy do something you know <laughs> that he shouldn't have done but i i can't i don't excuse that stuff but you know what happens in vegas stays in vegas sometimes and yeah, absolutely. I mean, DEF CON, they're famous for having like what? Electron hacking machines, right? Competitions out in the villages, all that yeah. fun stuff, right? I mean, it's where the 3-2-1 rule came from, right? Like it's it's three hours of sleep a night, two meals a day and one shower a day, please, right? Like, like <laughs> bare minimums. They, they had they had to make stickers because you can go 24-7 in, in Vegas, like I had an 11 o'clock dinner with a group of friends last year and a 5 a.m. breakfast with another group of friends. Like it's it's just stuff 
all the time at Vegas, and I think I might have got two hours, three hours of sleep in the middle there if I was lucky. That's always the most fun of Vegas, right? Till you go home, and then it all hits you. Yeah. <laughs> or 28 days later when the credit card bill comes. Oh, yeah. yeah that's another another good point. Uh, I, actually, that brings me to another question as well, because you know I've been to a bunch of Black Hats. I've never stayed for DEF CON because I'm not technical, and I don't feel like I would fit in super well there you know every time you go we always have these tips on kind of hardening yourself before you go to black hat and especially defcon do you think that's really necessary like what's the the merits to that i know there's you know that whole board on you know who's been pwned during black hat type thing but so that that was super old and that led directly to everything being encrypted on the internet right like yep so <laughs> If, if you look like the wall of sheep is a, is the reason why TLS kind of caught on and, and encryption by default is a, is a, is a thing now. So, so that is good. Um, what I like to tell people is if you think you're going to get hacked at DEF CON and you're going to, you're just as likely to get hacked at your local Starbucks, right? Like you shouldn't treat going to DEF CON different than going to an untrusted network. There's always people who are, we're going to do goofy stuff at DEF CON, like try to try to spoof an SSID, play with a new toy they got, show their buddy a trick. Walk around with a pineapple trying yeah. to... Yeah. I don't think anybody is maliciously... There are very few people who are maliciously trying to do that because it's a well, well recorded network and guarded network. And actually every year... They put the complete PCAPs of all the network traffic online for people to download and and to, to use, right? So if you had an iOS vulnerability that hasn't been patched and wasn't known about, you know, dropping it on the DEF CON network is like giving away a million dollars. The best way to get it found real fast. Exactly. So it doesn't happen. Um, you know, you just need to be just need to be smart and to to be well be well behaved and, and well understood, right? Most of the time, I hear people getting stuff stolen or taken at Black Hat and, and DefCon. It's it's not another hacker. It's your run. It's your run of the mill people who are doing bad things in Vegas, probably. Yeah, the Vegas shadiness. Yeah, you know, skimming yeah. credit cards, copying, you know, copying RFID off your, you know, it, it's not somebody coming out there to do that, right? Like. Vegas is literally one of the most surveilled cities in the United States. Like right outside of Washington, D.C., like Las Vegas is a place where if you're not in your hotel room, chances are you're being being recorded. Right. Got it. So basically you're saying if you do anything different from a security standpoint for Black Hat and DEF CON, you're probably doing security wrong in general. Correct. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, makes sense. I, I I would expect that from our head of security as well. So <laughs> that, it's and it, and it makes people think, right? Because you're probably you spend more time at your Starbucks or you used to, you know, or wherever your local coffee hangout shop than you you're gonna do at DefCon. So that's where you're more likely to be to be popped at. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Do you have any uh, uh, particularly interesting stories from the show over your history of going before we get into kind of what's coming up this year? None that I'm able to share in, in a public public forum. Let's, let, <laughs> let's let's grab some bourbon and some glasses, and when we all get our shots, we can you know sit down and, and have a discussion about 
about all the interesting stuff that's happened because you do see a lot of stuff and, and you do talk to a lot of people, but you know, part of the, part of the myth and the, the thing is that it's not all public and that you just, you know, what happens at DEF CON stays at DEF CON. And I think Jerry just put out an open call. So if you see him, buy him a drink and try to ask him some stories about black hats and DEF CONs. That's when the stories come out for sure. Very, very true. <laughs> okay. So um, if anyone's listening in the future, assuming we all make it past 2020, uh, there's a COVID-19 pandemic right now. So a lot of the in-person events this year have been kind of shut down. Uh, DEF CON as is kind of actually canceled this year in all intents and purposes. So I know it's, you know, a 10 year running joke, but uh, DEF CON this year for what, 28, they're calling it, uh, they've rebooted it in safe mode, which is, I think, probably the best title for a rebooted conference of 2020. So I think they've won that. Um, and it's free this year. Yeah. Which, which is great on them, right? Like a lot of, conferences are still trying to get people to give them a thousand dollars two thousand dollars to way more than that to to attend their conference that's virtual uh defcon just said hey we're a community event and we're going to you know make everything free so they've opened up a discord server that last time i looked had two thousand people on it um and they have all the villages in there and they're streaming all the talks uh, for free. Uh, they normally put all the talks on the Internet afterwards for free anyway. But, you know, it's it's really kind of speaking to that community vibe. And it's giving people who've never had a chance to to go to Vegas a, an opportunity to be to feel like they're part of the DEF CON community uh, while it happens. That is really, really cool. And yeah, uh, they're completely virtual this year. So there's a ton of different Discord servers. All their stuff is hosted um, and available for on-demand viewing. And we're going to have Jerry. So if you're just tuning in, DEF CON happened probably a week before this is actually airing. Um, but we're going to, Jerry, what are some of the uh, some of the villages you're most interested in and some of the talks that uh, you want to uh, stream this year? I, I love the AppSec village. It's it's a new village two years. It kind of helped uh, those guys last year get it started. Uh, I spoke there last year, and it looks – they've got a bunch of good talks this year too, and uh, they're doing an AppSec capture the flag with a bunch of good puzzles. So I'll be spending some time this weekend on, on that, and I'll also be spending some time in the Car Hacking Village. They have a bunch of good talks over there that are super technical. Um That'll be really interesting to kind of dig in. I'm, I'm really kind of interested to see how it goes just because it, I think it's going to be crazy, but I wouldn't expect the DEF CON to, to be any other, other way. Any other way. I don't think I'll be getting much sleep this weekend, but I don't think I would have got much sleep this weekend either way. So so it'll be <laughs> it'll be fun. Yeah. Solo versus uh, yep. seeing OBDs. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then there's a couple other villages that you you seem pretty interested in. So aerospace, blue team, crypto. Could you give us just like kind of a sense of what these villages are like? Like are they're functionally what most just topical uh, areas of interest that people dive into? Yeah. Uh, topical areas of interest normally backed by either a large company um our government agency. I think last year they had the aerospace village for the first time. And uh, what was it? 
a National Guard, I don't even know if it was Nevada, brought out their flight simulators uh, for people to look at and to try to, to hack. They, of course, had the, the prosumer kind of flight sim guys who had their own setup that was probably better than the, the military one right next to them showing it. Uh, they had people out there showing how how cybersecurity works at airports from the how the lights are controlled by radios. You know, really, like, if you wanted to learn, like, if you had some interest in aerospace, you could go there and talk to them about it. They had a shipping village. I don't know if they're having it this year. Also a marine village where it was talking about all the stuff that that's on the big tankers that go across. I spent like an hour talking to the guy about how all of those big musk containers that you see on those big container ships they all have satellite connections back to a to a general purpose and they actually he was telling me a story that that one of the things they do is they actually age the bananas as they come up from south america so like they're whatever gas is in there that keeps them fresh they start letting that gas out as the tanker gets closer to the u.s so that when they unload the containers and get them to the store they're ripe So that's all, you know, if it's on the Internet, somebody can probably do bad stuff. So Musk has a big team that that spends a lot of time trying to to defend and and look for attacks like that. And they were hiring some engineers to try to, you know, red team and break into those those ships. That's interesting. I thought was really cool. They have a hack the sea uh, village this year for sure. And that's interesting. So they're worried about people over ripening on the on the trip over turning it off or whatever or like yeah or keeping it going until they park and then everything's <laughs> super green still yeah there's no bananas it's it's don't hack my bananas please yeah <laughs> that's awesome um cool well i mean i think that's a really good overview do you have i mean ostensibly it looks like it will be in person next year so you know i i think we'd encourage people to go and we'll links uh, a bunch of the jerry's can't miss this year talks but any tips for people uh who might be attending in person next year yeah don't be afraid to to just you know show up get in line and and just start talking to people right like find something that you're interested in and just hang out in the village and you know you can't see everything at at defcon so so don't try figure out what interests you and and do that i know people who live in the crypto village i know people who live in the appsec village and in the car hacking village right like like they might go to two or three other other things the whole weekend but defcon just think of defcon as a large conference and the villages is where you find your home so awesome well, appreciate all your time. I will definitely take your advice and maybe I'll go hang out in the lock picking village next year. For sure. 100%. <laughs> awesome. Well, appreciate the time, Jerry. Again, we will link uh, Jerry's recommendations for this year's uh, different sessions on the podcast page and uh, look forward to chatting with you again. And hopefully you'll be speaking in the next one. I hope so too. Hope to get back out there. Awesome. Thanks, Jerry. Awesome. Thank you so much. 